but I've always wondered about when you're just totally out and that makes sense that there's no alertness then there's no recollection of that awareness state yeah so so that's the reason why it's called self-realization there's no realization happening in the deep dream state or in the deep sleep state rather Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. no self-realization there's no realization that oh this is my true fundamental nature all the time it Mm -hmm. already is like we're talking about the pure white light that animates everything it already mm-hmm. is. It's already everything. And there's no recognition of that in the mm-hmm. deep sense. That makes sense. That makes that makes sense. That, that makes that's why sense. experiencing this in the wake state is like it automatically feels familiar. Like it feels like home. It feels like I know this space. I just forgot this space. Like I am this, but I forgot I was this. That's what it feels like. Welcome to another best friend episode of Wild Satsong and with the homies with long times UT boys, Chris Taylor and Luke Arndt. Come along as we veer off the direct path to caress some toads, cuddle some cacti, pop a couple dumb wieners and just shoot the shit celebrating the beautiful dream of duality. No time to waste. Literally, there is actually no time. But yet adventure awaits. Let's dance with the stars and ride the waves of infinity. Tube torus, like a toroidal form, you know, where there's like an inner contraction where it probably speeds up and then an outer contract or outer expansion where it probably slows way down and then it collapses in on itself, you know, again, it's just this constant flow and it's it's interesting evolution. Yeah. It's really interesting to like, think about these things because like, Obviously, the absolute is dimensionless, but as soon as the dimensionless is projected into dimension, dimensional form, or experiential reality, it takes on dimensional shape. And so these shapes that we're talking about really are how the mind interprets the geometry of the universe. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. Like the mind really is just a looking lens. It's just like an apparatus for the absolute to look back on itself and have fun dreams about itself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's and it, and that's and the and the and like the tube doris is it's one thing, but it's two parts, and it's just like like inside itself, you know, at the same time. I I. It trips me out when I think about like metaphorical examples of of the universe. Felt like a really good analogy for the universe. But the same thing with like a prism, you know, like it's all white light, but then it hits a prism and then it's scattered into multiple forms, you know, and that to me makes the most sense of like why there's some the absolute is all of this and we see ourselves as separate things but it's really all of white light ultimately yeah so 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 like oh go ahead i was just gonna say but like if like consciousness and absolute is the white light and rainbow like what the fuck is the prism consciousness (laughs) like but but isn't but it's all but i mean well another example is there was some book where a guy could look at an object and he could see the layers of energy that it has he said that if he looks too deep into anything he sees that everything 
is basically this moving stream and it's as if like a branch fell into the stream and created a jetty and that jetty is all physical manifested reality and the same thing with white light being the absolute it hits a prism and creates many different things but it's still all white light and so my question is if the absolute is the white light and the stream and also the jetty and the multicolor what if that's the absolute if we're all that then what is the if it's everything then what is the branch or the prism you know what i mean well, well, the, well the branch exists after the prism nothing can exist before the prism everything mm -hmm. that exists before the prism is the absolute or the white mm -hmm. light as you say mm -hmm. but consciousness is the prism and consciousness is just like the lens in which the absolute views itself yeah so consciousness is just the the looking lens of the absolute pure consciousness is the looking lens of the absolute and so in any direction it looks at itself it could it's just the infinite array of the absolute and so like this everything that appears everything that appears is just rays of the absolute Yeah, I got it. That's how close we are. Yeah. That's why well, that's, that's the thing. What... Like, it's not, there's nothing separate. It's just, it's just, it's just the size of the, I mean, I've heard you mention this, but it's just like the size of the aperture or like the, the layer of the lens over the aperture. It's not that makes even... the distinction yeah of that of, of the of like the conception idea of separation yeah and it's not even that thick i like to say the distance between you and the absolute is the width of a thought so like what is the width of a thought The width of the thought is just the thought itself. And then... So what are the dimensions of it? Like how... If all that separates you from the absolute is the width of a thought, where's the distance? Yeah, there is no distance. Exactly. Dude, I... I was I was telling I was talking to the shop owner and the guy who's getting who's he was tattooing today. We're talking about like some spiritual stuff, um, which the owner is totally not spirit spiritual. But even in that, he still recognizes like truths of it. Um, I was talking about the experience of the self blipping out. And the guy on the table, he's like yeah i don't know man sounds pretty cool but like in pain <laughs> like i can't grasp it <laughs> well what's funny is people blip out during deep sleep all the time when there's when there's no projection of a reality or no projection of either even like a dreamed reality during the dream state when there a lot of times there's space between those things and that that you do blip, you're you blipped out you're in that pure conscious awareness of nothing you're just you're 
But the, the difference between that and the enlightened state is just awareness, aware of awareness requires some sort of alertness. So okay. like when you're in deep sleep, there's no alertness. So you're not aware of where you're at. And so there's no grounding in it. You know, that's why there's no time. That's why when you when you're in deep sleep, there's no experience of time. That's I appreciate you sharing that because that's something that I've that was one of my hangups that I've like contemplated because I was like, I can understand the sense of like, like when I'm dreaming and I'm not, there's no memory of being Luke, but I'm just in the dream. And it's like, okay, I can understand how there's awareness, a sense of pure awareness because I've had awareness of things that were not me but awareness still existed but i've always wondered about when you're just totally out and that makes sense that if there's no alertness then you, there's no recollection of that awareness state yeah so so that's the reason why it's called self-realization there's no realization happening in the deep dream state or in the deep sleep state rather mm -hmm. there's mm -hmm. no self-realization there's no realization that oh this is my true fundamental nature all the time it mm -hmm. already is like we're talking about the pure white light that animates everything it already mm -hmm. is it's already everything mm -hmm. and there's no recognition of that in the mm -hmm. deep sense. that makes sense that makes that makes sense that, that that's why sense. experiencing this in the wake state is like it automatically feels familiar like it feels like home it feels like i know this space i just forgot this space like i am this but i forgot i was this that's what it feels like mm -hmm. can it, but it can also be super disorienting like the like the guy that you said squirmed at the tattoo shop so like mm -hmm. people pe even people like that can blip into these spaces and oftentimes they get really uncomfortable they freak mm -hmm. out <laughs> Because it's, it's so disorienting because there's no, there's no, there's no concept of self anymore. It's just consciousness floating in free, almost like free falling in nothingness. Because whether you, you look out at your external reality or look back at yourself, internal reality, it's all just what consciousness is aware of equally. It's like everything is just arising equally. Did you ever, did you ever freak out? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh when i was in deep meditation a couple times like i I'd, I'd come up to this space um of that just boundaryless being and and i there's there's almost like a gravity to it like i like saying like you walk through a door because it really is like it does kind of like feel in that way like all of a sudden you've walked through a space that's all all of a sudden like there's no there's no walls and no floor and no roof you know you've walked from like a door out into abyss that's what it feels like and so there's mm -hmm. almost like a gravity there that happens <laughs> and, and, and like it's just like this perspective shift almost like you're looking back on itself now knowing what reality is and it's very disorienting if you if you're really like tied or tethered to a concept of self it's disorienting because nothing feels like self mm -hmm. anymore and mm -hmm. at the same time everything feels like self everything feels like your consciousness it's like very mm -hmm. intimate it's very immediate and alive and present 
and everything is just sharing its being as as the arising of infinite consciousness and it's it's beautiful and disorienting immediately but if you can just sink what 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 you should sink into then is just like the feeling of it because then you're like automatically there's a recognition of oh this is what has always been this is what i was when i was a little kid before i like even like thought of myself as a person like there's some sort of recognition that happens even even in your person history even Mm. within your present body you'll recognize moments just like a week ago that you're like oh wait i did have this like broad sense of like at the grocery store like you know all of a sudden consciousness will just expand but you won't really recognize it you won't really realize it but looking Mm -hmm. back you'll recognize those moments and you'll be like oh this is what i was just like oh it was already here it's already this how was i so like captivated by an an illusion or Mm -hmm. an illusory perspective on reality Mm -hmm. yeah so it feels i I don't know if i've had that that full of feeling but i do know that there's been times there's one time in particular that i remember where i mean this was also when i was doing quite a few ceremonies and so my awareness was very much in my head and i just remember looking at all the grass like blades i was working i was doing some delivery job it was like looking at all the blades of grass, all the trees, every like everything around me. And I was just like, my mind was just like almost kind of terrified by the unknowableness of it all. But it all felt very alien and foreign. And that's, I think, the part that felt terrifying. And then I think I was listening to some podcast and it was talking about like dropping your awareness into your heart. And so I was like practicing that. As soon as I dropped it into my heart, it was all still just as mysterious and confusing, but there was an immediate sense of like, instead of just like, what is this alien, you know, bizarreness, unknowable things. When I dropped into my heart, it was like, Oh, this is, this is home. (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. not just the heart space, but everything around me, everything that exists is home. Mm, and um and it wasn't even words it was just a feeling and it was also this like like i said everything was still mysterious but it was in a comforting and like place of belonging in it and of it but um yeah and that makes me think that that's almost i gotta like cleanse some of this thanks yeah but it that, that's the, I mean I think that's the closest I can relate to well that's um, it that's it yeah okay that's it yeah that's it that's how it feels that's exactly what it is and cool. then it's just and then it's just about like abiding there and like yeah I think we talked about this previously but it's worth mentioning again because it's such a point that's so easily missed is when you're there recognize it but make no attempt at trying to understand mm-hmm. it and make no mm-hmm. attempt at trying to understand or conceptualize what's going on. Don't grab at it. Don't try to keep it. A lot of people try to, a lot of people recognize that this is like an expansive state of being. Well, that's at least what it feels like initially. And they try to automatically think, how can I stay here? 
or how can I yeah. keep this? Mm-hmm. You know, how can I maintain Definitely. this forever? <laughs> you know, and in yeah. that grabbing automatically, it's there's a projection in d- duality automatically. Like that is the reprojection, and then mm-hmm. you're recaptured by concepts, <laughs> and then you. <laughs> spend all next week being uh depressed because you've lost it <laughs> is that the chinese finger trap of it <laughs> yeah yeah i think that is the episode that we talked about this previously yeah yeah but uh that's the only difference that's that's next time yeah. you're there and you you will be there uh probably on our trip if not sooner yeah that's all that needs well, to happen i'm there you know it's there it's it's not even like I feel that at home and that con- and that like connection to everything and letting go of any labels or names or concepts or understanding of it and just being kind of that panoramic open space. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say uh, sight is one of the hardest ones, but uh, when you're looking, make sure you're, mm-hmm. you're not looking as a looker. Mm-hmm. Like one, one of one of the things, um, one of the practices that's really, really potent um, and de- really delivers people into singularity very rapidly is try to locate the point from which you're aware. So I feel myself going inward. It's a concept, but yeah. And then there's spontaneous sensation in my hands and feet also a concept but the sensation is real just focus on what's Mm -hmm. actually real like hands and feet are still a projection or a concept but the but the sensation is real and immediate focus on what's like immediate actually happening immediate origin of awareness where is awareness located You know, when you're reading a book and there's like a sentence that doesn't stick and you have to reread it over and over, I'm getting that same sensation where it's like <laughs> kind of like a zonk out. That's the doorway, the open doorway. Also, you just sit in the mystery. Like you've just been delivered into the mystery. So just sit in it. And don't create an idea about it. Don't try to keep it. Don't try to understand it. Just sit in it. Where is awareness located? My mind says the body. Concept. And and then the experience prior to that was just a slight opening sense of panorama and feeling for a second it felt like uh, like last time the sense of self blipped out this one felt it was like a peeling back almost of like my Luke suit. Weird. 
that would still all appear in awareness. So where is awareness looking from? Is it a point or is it a space? I have no idea. And if it's a space, where's its center? In the hallway? <laughs> sure, there as much as anywhere. My thought, thought with that was that, like, okay. I can only visually see this room, but I can hear much further. And so is my center of awareness the center of the radius of sensing? Still all concepts. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> If there is a center to which all the senses report, where is it without a concept? Where is awareness looking from? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you sat in it long enough to and didn't try to understand it but that's grounding in that space mm. and that's opening to the mystery mm. Mm -hmm. and that's the doorway so just keep going there just keep going there whenever you're compelled to do so again <laughs> like all of this is the same thing it already is it already is the white light projected through a prism of consciousness into the myriad of shapes and forms and identities. It already is that white light. It always is. Mm -hmm. But if you're interested in experiencing its unicity, its nature of unicity, which just happens to be aware itself, investigating itself, then these are the methods. Mm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Making knots. <laughs> yeah. Really what this is pointing to is the discovery that there is no center and there is no self. Th those could be said to be the same things. There is no mm -hmm. self and so there is no center. Mm -hmm. And when you actually experientially discover that, you awaken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You won't necessarily be grounded in there just yet. But the more you sit there, the more the mystery deepens.
until eventually like all visualizations of illusion or concepts placed upon reality are immediately seen as completely transparent and just a play of consciousness itself Yeah, consciousness realizing itself as pure consciousness is a trip. Totally. <laughs> the, the absolute somehow realizes itself. Which means that there are fundamental qualities to the absolute when initially projected. Like that fine point that fine point where it hits the prism of consciousness before it blasts out that fine mm -hmm. point there's qualities there and the qualities mm. are peace and uncaused joy and bliss i remember the story from your uh the toad ceremony mm -hmm. have you had anything similar to that sense but without without like uh you know any sort of like medicines or like uh, psychedelic teachers plant teachers or whatever toad teachers yeah actually that's well that's what meditation feels like now <laughs> wow really <laughs> yeah yeah like when i just naturally meditate like which i can sink into in a matter of like seconds it's 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 that it's that exact experience. It's like the five MEO experience. Wow. Yeah. Cause like really what was there and all that was there was the a purity of white light and the sensation of bliss and the sensation of complete peace and the sensation of timelessness. And somehow I was there and aware mm -hmm. as the singularity. And didn't you also say that you could like there was like a sense of movement or like the move movement of energy too yeah so it felt like infinite energy mm -hmm. not there wasn't so much a movement the movement was was observed as a projection just, just like mm -hmm. in meditation there's a stillness there's a stillness and infinite potentiality in this space mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's no movement because there's nothing to move within mm -hmm. there's nothing that there's an identity projected into anything mm -hmm. it's just the bliss of being mm -hmm. pure being before the white light of the absolute is projected into consciousness and illuminated as infinite actuality rather than infinite potentiality mm -hmm. yeah same space in meditation that's cool it is yeah i would say like the 5meo experience coming in and out of it is far more dramatic yeah at least it was back yeah. then i don't know what it would be like now i have no idea <laughs> you're gonna be like uh maybe it'd be the the exact same i'm not sure because there's still there's still like there's still like uh like all, all of that is still experienced through the funneled funneled lens 
of Chris consciousness, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's still like a, a sensation of evaporation of this illusory identity. And the sensation of evaporation is probably still felt much more dramatically, I would think, when you actually take the substance. Mm -hmm. That's just my intuitive feeling of what what it would be like or how it would differ. I mean, but the space maybe at some, I mean, maybe at some point, you, when, you know, like what do you ever you have you've heard the story of like um, Neem Karoli Baba uh, taking like something like several hits of acid from Ramdas? You hear that story? No, I don't know who Neem Karoli Baba is. I think that's his name. Ramdas is. I think that's his name. Ram. So Ram. You know Ramdas. Yeah. Right? Of course. Yep. So when Ramdas was still Richard Alpert, and he went to um, India, he was he and he met. I think it, I think his name Neem Crowley Baba. It sounds familiar. Like I feel like I've heard um, uh, Duncan Trussell talk about him. Yeah. So he met his guru. There was a bunch of weird, like, mystical experiences with his guru where he, like, you know, knew what Ramdas was thinking and stuff. But um, he said something to, like, um, Ramdas, like, oh, I want, I want to try some of that yogi medicine. Like, yeah, like, and the, they must have been talking about acid. And so he gave him some, and he kept on asking for more. I think he took, like, five or six hits, hits of acid and he what sat and like, watched him and he told Ramdas something along the line I'm going to totally butcher it but something along the lines of like this is already within you like he goes this is this is like he call it yogi medicine because it's like a good reminder um, but that like you can access that all the time and then he had him and then Ramdas asked him to do it again because people didn't believe him. Um, so he did it like, I think a few years later, same thing. Watched him for like a couple hours, no change in demeanor and being and whatever. So, I mean, you maybe it wouldn't be very dramatic entering in and coming out of it, you know, like to a certain point of being in that space. Yeah, I'm not that experienced with acid. Uh, really the only time I really went in on it was floating down the Truckee River with you. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, I can attest it's the same space. It, it is. Mm -hmm. It all, it, I mean, anytime you're dissolute or dissolving boundaries of conceptual reality, you're going to end up in the same space. All there is, is that space. Mm -hmm. So of course mm -hmm. that's where you, you're delivered to, mm -hmm. regardless of what modalities or means you take, it all ends up in the same space. All rivers lead to the same ocean. Mm-hmm.